Aloha, and welcome to season two of the podcast, Throwing Up Rainbows. Good girl, dirty secret. I invite you in to get lost in story. You are welcome here with my dirty little secrets. You're welcome here exactly as you are, and all your brilliant, beautiful, fucked upness. As you shine, and as you crawl towards the light. First off, my deepest thanks to all the listeners of season one. I made this podcast for you out there, for you who's going through it right now, who's wanting to recover, who doesn't quite know how, or who hasn't been able to do it perfectly. I see you. I hear you. I feel with you. I was you. And I know you can make it. So if you dig this podcast and get something from it, please share it with all your friends and loved ones. I want everyone who needs this to find it. Be my eyes and ears out there, because we are stronger together. In season two, we're going to do it a little different. We're going to talk about the nitty-gritty things under addiction, the lies that pull us in and keep us stuck, and how we can get free. Today, we're going to talk about the wonderful teenage years, where most eating disorders start, and how the media lies to us. And stay tuned to the very end, because I have an exciting announcement. For a moment, let yourself drift back to high school, to when you were 16 years old. Remember that feeling? Let's dive in. When I invited you in, I never thought I'd have to kill you to keep you from killing me. When I invited you in, You were so pretty and bright. You were all the things I'd always wanted to be, that you whispered you'd help me become. When I invited you in, I was lonely, and I wanted a friend who was stronger than I was. I trusted you were who you claimed. I believed you when you told me I'd be happy. You said, when I was skinny, I'd be strong, and no one would tease me. I'd be the girl who could look at you sideways and stop your conversation in mid-mouthy hang. I'd be like the models on stage, who sashayed their hips in rhythm, dusty black eyes, heroin chic, the clothes falling straight down. I didn't notice that models don't talk. They're paid to balance beautifully on high heels and look gorgeous and shut the fuck up. No one peruses the catwalk, or indulges a magazine and wonders what the girls are thinking. Girls are pretty hangers for clothes. Furniture that sells a rug. Images that teen daughters will use to measure themselves in the world. Standards by which young men are also taught to judge. I spent countless hours looking at magazines, wondering why I didn't look like that. Wondering how could I look like that? Obsession's not just for Calvin Klein, but it is modeled by Kate Moss, who once said, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. What's that supposed to teach me when I'm sweet 16? When I invited her in, she kissed me full on the lips. I tasted her smile. Her black hair traced my cheek. 
She told me I'd be special. She told me I'd be hers. I had to kill her. It was either her or me. Or me. Being a teen is hard, and the media doesn't help. If the media has a job description, it would be to make us feel as though we're not good enough without their product, so that we buy the product and then feel worthy. The media makes us feel as though we're not enough as we are, not thin enough, pretty enough, good enough. We're not enough. There's a song I remember from years ago called Underwear Goes Inside the Pants by Lazy Boy. In it, he talked about prescription drug ads on TV and how he can't watch TV for four minutes without thinking he has five serious diseases. And you don't even know what the commercial is, he says, because there's people running in fields or flying kites or swimming in the ocean. And he adds facetiously, this is the greatest disease ever. How do you get that? This disease comes with a hot chick and a puppy. Well, media and magazines do the same for teens. I know because I was one of those teens. The magazines are in the business of making you think that you want the misery they're selling because it's presented in a pretty little package with butterflies, rainbows, sunshine, and sex. Magazines sell the idea of pretty in a stick-thin image with photo shoots that often looks like the model's drugged emotionless and postured like a mannequin haphazardly hanging off a chair while her purse weighs down her arm and she looks as though she's about to topple over. To be fair... Not every model has an eating disorder, but the industry is a cutthroat place, and even the naturally tiny women are rewarded for being even thinner. To be fair, there have been many advocates that have fought to have normal women represented in the pages, and there is a new trend towards strong being beautiful. We do have role models for teens that are intelligent women that have real bodies, but sadly, the industry still favors the idea of skinny. And subconsciously, young girls, teens, and women alike are indoctrinated into the belief that the world is a nicer, smoother, easier place if one is pretty and thin, and maybe doesn't rock the boat too much. After all, photos in magazines don't talk. The truth is that media still sells us an idea of beauty that isn't natural for most humans, and it includes Photoshop. Years ago, I went to New York and visited my uncle, who worked at a magazine doing graphic design. What he really did was Photoshop the crap out of the celebrities on the covers of magazines. He showed me the before and after photos on his computer, side by side. In one of them, he'd taken off half a woman's arm. In another, he'd erased every crow's foot from a man's face. I remember standing there in his office, my mouth hanging open, thinking, holy shit, this isn't even real. I remember thinking, I wish I'd frickin' seen this when I was 16 years old, flipping through magazines at my best friend's house and holding these women and girls as the standard I must live up to as the ideal body. I felt foolish, tricked, and pissed because I'd been trying to live up to bodies that didn't even exist. That moment in his office was one of the most powerful moments in my life, and I wish every teen could see that before they idolize a paper-thin lie. If you live in the world, and we all do, it's impossible to avoid the media. 
but keep in mind that the media's job is to make you feel unworthy. When you look in the mirror tonight, remember that you are a warrior. You are strong, kind, beautiful, and worthy, no matter what the paper-thin lies try to say. You are enough. With that, I have an exciting announcement to share. My book, Throwing Up Rainbows, My Eating Disorder, and Other Colorful Things, is on Amazon.com. You can have it in your hot little hands or your cool little Kindle today. This book is a memoir of my recovery that shares exactly how I recovered and all the things they don't tell you. If you or anyone you know would benefit from it, please tell them to buy it and share it today. Thank you. Once again, the title is Throwing Up Rainbows by me, Zizo Colante. I'm Zizo Colante, and this is Throwing Up Rainbows. Stay tuned for the next episode, where we'll talk about how we often see ourselves as broken within our addictions, and how it's possible to change this view of ourselves. Till then. This episode was written and produced by me, Zizo Colante, with audio production by Cullen Bonham. Thank you.